Welcome to Pure Intuitive Talk with me, Trish Smith. I'm a multidimensional channeler sharing my gift to assist others to connect and work with their whole being, helping bring them into a beautiful way of high-frequency living. Immerse yourself in an hour of nourishment that feeds your spiritual journey and invites you to embrace your empowered soul. You'll feel armed with new understandings for how to shift from pain to love as we explore topics from shamanic sound healing to gut health. Are you ready to take accountability for the impact that we have on the world around us and learn new tools and techniques to feel whole again? Of course you are, and you're in the right place. Pure Intuitive Talk starts now. Welcome everybody to Pure Intuitive Talk. I'm your host, Trish Smith, and I have the privilege of being here today with Julie Heitman. Um, She is the author of some beautiful books. She is a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, and she is one of my most trusted friends. So I'm also here today with Dr. Pat. All of you know her. She's just awesome, and I'm grateful that she has me here. And she is the host of the Dr. Pat Show, as well as the owner of Transformation Talk Radio. So today we're going to be discussing how I use Pure in my practice, Pure Intuitive Guide, and what that looks like. And we're just going to go over and discuss what that means to each of us. And because it kind of means different things to everybody, but for myself, having power, having unlimited, having resilience, and having essence as a foundation to work from helps me to ground myself into those places so that I can move forward in other areas, knowing that I'm solid in my pure foundation. So welcome. Welcome, Julie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Pat. You bet. So going forward, um, we're going to go ahead and break it down. So during the show today, we're going to break down what power means, what power means to me, get some ideas on what it means to Julie, get some ideas on what it means to Dr. Pat. Um, When I'm working with a client in my practice, when we go over power, it's really about the power from within. So sometimes we forget how powerful we really are. And sometimes we forget our role as a co-creator. I personally believe that we are co-creators. I have experienced so much and witnessed so much in my life as far as co-creating. There's been so many times where spirit or my ancestors have stepped in and they've given me these gifts, right? Um, One of them, honestly, being you, um, uh, (laughs) The, the synchronicity is right when when people are placed into your life. And then there's also the power that I have within myself to co-create. So I also get to make choices in my life for my own good. And it takes a lot of work, right? Yes. It takes a lot of work sometimes. Yes, ma'am. Every day. <laughs> uh, but I was yeah. curious for like to you guys, like, Julie, what does that mean to you about the, the power within and, and where do you draw from? To me, power is just raw creativity. I mean, it is the life force that we see all around us is also what we carry within us. 
And I think it's really important to remember that whenever we feel like we don't have enough and we don't understand what we need, that we can actually look around us, we can seek, we can research, or we can just spend some time in nature and just come back to ourselves. So I think that for me, power is a very raw material. And it's something that through our intention, we're able to create what we want to create in our lives, or we're able to compensate better whenever things come at us that are out of our control, because we acknowledge our own power within to still be who we are, to maybe even cultivate a new skill in order to be even more than we thought we knew we were. And then to understand the dynamics of power and what that means to us in our life and the way that we share it with others. Um, Yeah. And taking responsibility for it too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything that I choose to do, whether intentional or unintentional, there's a certain level of accountability that needs to be mine. Um, You know, regardless of who else is involved, we can always choose to make a different decision and look at the trade-offs so that we can decide what that decision really should be in order to maintain empowerment within ourselves, as well as to possibly even still share power with others if we feel that that guidance is what we want. Mm -hmm. Dr. Pat, would you like to weigh in? I like the word power. I like it a lot. And, you know, at some point I thought I was really loving the word power because, you know, when you go back, it was around 1300 when the first concept of power came up. I think it was around 1300. And it came to be as sort of this, and if we would have kept to this simple description, right, and not the way it's used in our pop culture, Mm -hmm. uh, because there's a difference between power and power over, very different, very different. But power is the ability, it's the ability to act or do. It's Mm -hmm. really that simple. And what it does is measures your ability to act or do in terms of strength, in terms of vigor, right, in terms of mastery, in terms of control, you know, it, it just, it, it has a lot of things. It has a lot of tentacles to it. Like in some cases, dominion, right? Like some parents believe they have dominion over their children's. Well, think again, that's another show. <laughs> but, but also, you know, the ability, the right to command, control. Right. And even when I say the right to command, control, we're still not taking it to the next level of authorization, military force, war, or army. Even if we say the right to command or control, let's stay with what you both said. What is it that people don't believe they have? They don't believe they have the right to command or control their lives on the outside or the inside a lot of time. They more often think they have no power on what goes on inside of them. And I'm not talking about medical, right? I mean, we could get into that. But, you know, I think when the French first used that word, and I'm not going to try to talk French. Um, it was a noun and it really talked about the infinite level of that. And it was to be able to, so when the French used it, uh, uh, when they used pourvoir, they used that to mean to be able. And so if we go back to that and certainly Latin, everybody wants to talk Latin and you want to talk Spanish and you want to go like it. So then the word starts to change to powerful or Lord. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's not today. We're not talking about that today, but we're talking about this other power, right? Right. The power from within. And I, I, I believe it's, you know, become common where people are forgetting 
their own power and the right to choose within themselves. Um, it's almost feels like there's just been such an overwhelm of emotions for people in the last few years um, that they've almost become a little unconscious, a little complacent and forgetting like that power, that, that drive, that, that, gets to fuel their creativity. And I know that we've all been through so much stress over the last few years. It's easy to forget. And we're trying to get the bills paid and we're trying to get the kids fed. And I can appreciate that. But it's important to spend time as an individual and find a practitioner to work with or um, go on the internet and look at YouTube. There's great videos out there and remind ourselves and awaken that within us again, mm-hmm. like reawaken the power inside of us to choose who we are. Right. Because in the, the worst of circumstances, I still have the power to choose who I am. Right. So even, even if, the odds are stacked against me. Even if I'm sitting in a prison cell, I still have the power within to choose who I want to be. So I still get to be the best of myself in any given moment, in any given situation. And I think it's important to remind people that they have that power. Mm -hmm. We always have the power, no matter our circumstances, to choose who we are in any given circumstance, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, there's another issue and it's really gender related. And, you know, we can talk about this a little bit more, but uh, we really have to start to think about the word, especially in terms of where we are as women in our journey. Uh, Because when I go back 13, whatever, you know, even like 14, if you go to 15, 15C, 15C, if you, you take a look at that for a minute, right, that word came to be to be able that's like to be able. Mm-hmm. That's what that did. It doesn't meant. But yeah. back then, when you talk about to be able, what you're talking about is to be able, like what? To be able to be power, powerful. And those were men. True. Right? So when we talk about the word power, I don't have to explain to any of the men friends I know and a lot of the women. I don't have to worry about explaining power. But it's become a separate journey for us women. And we have, Trish, yeah. uh, you know, we have decided to really look at that power, the power within. That's why the Dalai Lama says we will become the leadership of the future, right? But it is the word that is so most important right now for where we are and where we live. I agree. It, it, it is that thing that will get us from an impossible situation to what some might call a miracle. You know what I mean? I love me a good miracle. <laughs> I feel like uh, it's important to acknowledge that wherever you are is where you are right now. So, yes, you may have power, but your capacity to have how much power to do how much you want to do or all the things you want to do may not all be there at once. And, you know, somebody sitting in a prison cell actually has a lot of ways in which power has been taken from them. Mm -hmm. And that is a part of the point of being in prison. So I do think that that's important Mm -hmm. to know, like there are certain situations, even in gang related situations in certain socioeconomic neighborhoods, there is a creed if you are living in the neighborhood to act a certain way in order to quote unquote, carry power, even if it's really powerless because it's not who you are, it's not who you wanna be. So your power within in those situations is actually waiting to be birthed 
once you are outside of those situations. And the power within that can navigate you there is questioning whether you want to stay in that situation, questioning the authority you're giving away by staying in that situation, and acknowledging and questioning your options to get out of the situation. And that is, I think, a a good way that we actually interact and enact our power in the world. Um, And as a woman, especially with Native American heritage, there are a lot of chiefesses that were in the, the higher council that were leading. And so, yes, not in a lot of parts of the world was that the paradigm for those communities and men were the ones who carried power. But there is a history of women carrying power, especially on a balanced level with men. And I think that that could be the beauty of what we have to share in the future as you know, whatever genders we identify as, you know, ultimately, like all of us can acknowledge that we should be sharing power as a community and however we identify. And it's not about men naturally have more power than women from a place of government or a place of, you know, sports or military or any of those places in the home, you know, because some of some of those things are going to be able to do better than us. And there's things that we can do better right. than them. And so that's co-creating. That's yeah. sharing power. That's figuring out what our agreements are, which are extremely powerful if we want to actually agree to, you know, and abide by whatever we believe our power is. And we want to uphold that, be acknowledged for that, and then share that. Absolutely. And I love that. Um, because for me right now, a lot of the things that I'm working with my students and my clients on is building and creating community. So it looks like we've got maybe another minute before we're going to take a break. So I will go ahead and let everybody know that we will be back soon. But for now, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we do come back, we'll be talking about unlimited And unlimited Mm -hmm. is just exciting. I mean, it's just an exciting word. Let's be honest. (laughs) Everybody wants to be a part of these. That's fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for tuning in. We'll be back. Boy, does this feel like good times today. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I love it. This is a show that's going to invite all of you to open up your heart. Because it's about dreams coming true. There's a road we get to take as we craft out and we lay a course that's in service of so many others. Sometimes the universe, God, whatever you believe in, have you ever wondered why but better than why or how the universe knows how to line things up in a way that gets you ready for the most expansive part of who you're going to become this is the time to change and gratitude leading with love opens up more expansive possibilities than you can imagine crust busting your way to an awesome life i want to thank you all for tuning us in turning us on on transformationtalkradio.com Welcome back, everybody. This is Trish Smith. 
the host of Pure Intuitive Talk. I'm here today with Julie Heitman and Dr. Pat from the Dr. Pat Show. We had just been talking about the the power within and what power means to each one of us. And it was super fun and fascinating. Thank you, ladies. Um, But we're going to go into breaking down pure, and that is power and unlimited and resilience and essence and what each one of those words mean and how we can use it as a foundation for ourselves in our lives. Um, If you have any other questions about pure, about myself, Pure Intuitive Guide, Trish Smith. You can find me at trishsmithguide.com. And my friend Julie here also has a website you can reach her at. I'll let you, I'll let you handle that. Okay. Yeah. So I am a holistic healthcare practitioner and as well as a new author and an artist. And you're welcome to check out any of the things that I create or offer at phasehealing.com or phasehealing.net. And you can see how to spell that down in the comments. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So let's go ahead and we'll start unwrapping the word unlimited. Kind of one of my favorite words. Um, So for me and the way I use it in my practice is really the reminder of what I consider truth. And the truth is that we are infinite beings. The truth is that we are unlimited light beings. We are contact. We are connected to source. We are in contact with source and that never goes out. That light never goes out. So in my opinion, at all times, every single one of us has unlimited connection to source, unlimited energy we can draw from, unlimited creativity we can tap into. Um, for myself, because I channel divine wisdom, what it feels like for me is a river. It feels like there's this river of divine information and I can tap into that frequency. So I'll just tune into the frequency. I get the downloads, but it's always there. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and even for myself, like in my hardest moments and in my deepest struggles, I know that's available to me. Mm-hmm. And so, so I think it's important for each one of us to recognize the unlimited potential within ourselves and the unlimited help that we have from the unseen. I would agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's like standing in front of a fire, you know, or it's like you can feel the thermals or kind of see the blur of the energy moving into the air beyond the fire. It's like, I just kind of feel energy all around my being pretty much anywhere and everywhere I go. And I can feel it inside of me welling up when I get emotional or when I'm really focused on something. And all of that feels like the essence of the universe, you know, which Mm -hmm. is a very powerful thing to have life to call to say, like, I have vitality right now. I'm alive. I'm present. And what am I doing with myself? (laughs) Um, How do I want to do something with this today? Or how do I want to share it with others? Um, And it's something that we can fine tune, you know, it's yeah, we can take it into the hyper focus and look at all the beautiful cosmic elements and all their small little particles, or we can magnify it out into the universe and watch the stars and planets you know Mm -hmm. i mean it's really a a beautiful a beautiful experience being a part of creation 
Dr. Pat, do you mind weighing in on your uh, no. illness that come up around unlimited? No, I don't because what is the name of my corporation? Hello. People mm-hmm. said to me, why did you name the, the thing, the transformation network? I bet Colton doesn't even know this, right, Colton? And so my corporation name came before the deal, right? Came Well, very close. They came at the same time. It's like the corporation is October of 03 and my first show was 03. So it's like 20 years. So what did I name it? Okay, unlimited possibilities now. Why? Because unlimited possibilities were taken. But there was never going to be any other name for my company but that. And you don't see that very often. You can Google it for sure. But why? Why did that come to me? I'm not going to go back in time. I want to go to where we are today. Now, if we look at the word unlimited, and it's it's a word that we don't have out there. Here's why. You ready? Because I was told by thought leaders like 18 years ago, one, I should change my signature uh, intro to the show to not say failure. And I nixed that. I said, okay, I don't know what your story is, but I have failed in my life and I learned from it. So that was like not an idea I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then there was this idea of on anything. And for a while, on anything was really unpopular. But can we just be very clear? There are certain things. If you're going to name a blockbuster movie with Bradley Cooper, right? Do, do we know who Bradley is right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> ready to start a really good. But if we're going to name a movie, we're not going to call it unlimitlessness. We're going to call it limitlessness or limitness. We're going to, whatever that movie was named, that's what we're going to call it. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about something that, you know, represents the knot of something. And the knot of something is limitation. And so if you're in the knot, N-O-T, but it could be a knot, K-N-O-T, like I know that's, yeah, John Gilbert does that, but we're not doing that. Then what we're talking about is measureless. Don't you love that word? I do. Okay. Now, how did I get to there? I don't want to go back into the 1500s because it's fascinating because the commentation is absoluteness. Don't you love that? Mm. What does that even mean? Perfection, absoluteness. Mm -hmm. From absolute to absoluteness, from unlimited, 1600s, unconditional quality, to now, the metaverse. The metaverse. (laughs) The metaverse. (laughs) I had to get it in. Why is something, and this is, please, Facebook, you guys, I'm not talking about what you all are doing. I'm not talking about your meta thing. I'm talking literally the metaverse, which people like me have been using for a long time, but then Marvell picked it up. Why has that become so popular? Oh, and by the way, may I say, Colton, you're going to have to bring this screen up. Why are the colors for the metaverse? Uh Uh-oh, do I dare say it? Say it. Feminine. Technology for eons was dark metal. But go ahead. I dare y'all to Google Metaverse. Click on the images. You all tell me what colors you see. Colton's going to put it up. Now, why am I talking about it? It's the endless possibilities of real realities imagination. I mean, that's a version of it. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we really talking about that when we talk about unlimited? Unlimited possibilities, unlimited ways to change, unlimited ways to heal. Yeah. What do you both think? 
One of my favorite quotes is from Anais Nin, and she says, Oh, man. (laughs) She says, um, life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. And it's interesting because sometimes we find ourselves in a place where we're literally failing because we have this veil, this filter over ourselves of I'm not good enough, or it's going to be too hard, or I don't know what I'm doing. And so we like fail to see those unlimited possibilities and the unlimited potential within ourselves. And so um, I like to remind myself as well as my clients that it's there, mm-hmm. it's there to tap into um, that unlimited potential. Mm-hmm. If we tap into it and we start using it, right? And like mm-hmm. you're talking about too, changing these colors, right? Nothing has to stay the same. We can change yeah. and we can grow and we can evolve. Um, and with that takes courage. Yeah. And and it also takes remembering like, hey, we can have things different and we can mm-hmm. see things differently and we can change the colors and, and we can all enjoy and appreciate along the way. Um, but I think it's a beautiful way to find expansiveness. Mm-hmm. Yep. When we realize that mm-hmm. unlimited potential within ourselves and others mm-hmm. and having, having our eyes open to seeing it in others, I think is important too. I want to give a message to Mark. I want to give a message to uh, Zuckerberg right now <laughs> and his team that are listening to this. I love that you guys put a limit on how long it was going to take five to 10 years. I think he said, when you were talking about Facebook's rebranding to Meta, you were saying it's going to take five and 10 years to become a mainstream consideration. Do you know why that's going to be true for you? Because you're looking at a very small population. But I'm going to tell you, when people my age start to use that, you need to call me. Because (laughs) there's something about us we already knew about. And it comes from the world that what we're talking about on this show. See, conceptually, we knew that before you created it in Facebook because we live and breathe it. And, you know, look, Call me. My fees are very reasonable. Uh, Just telling you, Mr. Zuckerberg, (laughs) make a statement that's going to take five to 10 years for people to get meta. Number one, thank you for changing the colors, because now you have reduced that from 10 years to three, because now you're branding it in women and women do get unlimited nature and possibilities. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sing it. Mm -hmm. Think about it, lady. <laughs> I mean, we were not given power at birth. Come on, let's just be real. We weren't people of color. I mean, you could figure this out for yourselves. So we live in the world of possibilities because we're striving to take that inner power we have inside, that unlimited nature we have inside, and try to align it with the outer world. But no one, no one had to give us that inner wisdom and knowledge. We were born as meta. That's us. We were born like that. Anybody that like has a little baby popping out, I'm not even going to say it, but anyone that carries a child for nine months, or even if you don't, there's something that we have that's innate. And I'm not saying men don't have it. I think we all have it. Mm -hmm. Now pile on conditioning. Who gets to bring forth the world of possibilities? You try to tell a mom who sees her child trapped in a car and cannot seem to push that car. But you try to tell that mom in a, in a minute that she can't open that car door. You see, 
this is so far power and unlimited, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And I think what you both are doing is you're opening up a portal for people to understand the world they live in. You know, the world of possibilities, the world of participation. But also what you both are doing is you're telling us that we have it within. And that's what pure means to me. Yeah. I feel like it's important to acknowledge from a Chinese philosophical standpoint, the yin and the yang and the nature Mm -hmm. of the yin, right, is it is this immersion, this essence, the unseen, the and sometimes the darkness, but that darkness is the cosmic soup that everything comes out of. And it's not that the yang is also not there. I mean, when we look at physics, and we look at all the things they're exploring in the stars, you know, there's matter and antimatter, you know, there's light and there's darkness, there's, Mm -hmm. there's so many ways that that women represent another layer of emotionality where Mm -hmm. men represent more uh, organizational engineering type linear thought. And that's not like hard and true to the genders, but it's the, it's the energies of yin and yang and like what we bring in. And so I think it's beautiful in some respects, what Mm -hmm. you're saying, Pat, because as a, as a female baby coming into the world, just feeling into the world what my purpose is and what that means until someone tells me what it is, right, might look very different if I were to just discover it on my own. And granted, there would be like very clear things that women naturally are drawn to that I would probably identify with, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, but I think that there is a lot to be said about the potentiation that we attempt to offer others through the emotionality, which allows us a massive amount of compassion. Biologically, we are wired for compassion to tend to our children and not eat them. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's right. They may be there, they may not. And as humans, we can't forget that, that that is still a part of our truth as well as animals. We are animals. We often like to forget that because of how intelligent we are. Yeah. I love that you brought this up. And let me just say this before we go to break. I do want Mr. Zuckerberg to hear this for the following reason. On a strange day in a boardroom at what was once known as AT&T, I was the only woman in the room as they were going to determine the direction of caller ID. And I will tell you, I don't know, 86, 87, room full of men, They were not going to release the software for caller ID, period, until they started to talk about women. And one of the guys in the room looked at me and said, oh, wait a minute, she's right here. And they asked me about it. Now, we're going down the same road when we talk about metaverse and virtual reality, because the way it's being defined and the model by which it's being defined doesn't include the possibilities of asking non-technical women what they think. Now, maybe Facebook and most folks over there got it going on, but I'll tell you when they asked me that question, I said two things. I said, one, you will fail if you don't release caller ID. And two, women will love it because I will know who's calling me and I can decide not picking up. And if you don't think a busy woman wants to know in advance, do I take that call or not? And by the way, figure out how to block my number from other people. You see, Mm -hmm. this is the conversation we're having. Unlimited, power, unlimited, yin, yang, beautiful. 
But it really leads to what you have to say about pure, because the next two parts of this are what bring it home. Right, Trish? Amen. Yeah. (laughs) We got to go to break now. So we'll be back shortly, but tune in, stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Pure Intuitive Talk on the Transformation Talk Radio. Are you trying to build something new or break away from something that no longer serves you? Are your batteries drained or struggling to hold a charge? Let me, Erica Gifford-Mills, help empower you to make and maintain the positive changes you are aching for. Together, we will make a plan for your growth and new path that you can accomplish. Visit my website, GetRootedRadio.com, to schedule your free Empower Hour today. Navigating a life of chronic pain and pain cycles can break you down and change your world. Searching for answers adds to the confusion unless you take charge and create something better. My name is Christine Vibrant, and I help motivated people turn their pain points into their power points. If you feel ready for the intensive, transformative journey of my Better Me Empowered Living program, contact me at christine at beingbetterme.com. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Trish Smith on Pure Intuitive Talk. Here today, I have a good friend of mine, Julie Heitman, and I also have Dr. Pat joining me from the Dr. Pat Show, owner of the network you're listening to right now, Transformation Talk Radio. And today we're going over what pure means, not only to myself and how I use it with my clients, but what it means coming from Julie and what it means coming from Dr. Pat, because we each have a definition within us of what these words mean to us, which is fascinating in itself, remembering how unique we all are as individuals. Um, So we were talking about power. We were talking about the power from within. We were talking about the word unlimited and what that means to each one of us and the unlimited potential that lives inside of each one of us. And now we're going to move into the R and pure resilience. Um, resilience is a fun one. Um, I have found myself at times in my life being more resilient, feeling more resilient. And I have found myself in my life feeling stuck and not feeling super resilient. Um, and reminding myself, you know, this too shall pass, mm-hmm. right? And then, and you do, and you make your way through it. But I think that we tend to forget sometimes how resilient we are as human beings. Yeah. We all just lived through the last three years of total chaos. Um, so many emotions involved, people coming out with trauma response to occurrences over the last few years. And I'm seeing people smile again. And I'm seeing people reunite and I'm seeing people um, find a new way in the world as well, because there's been so many changes. And I think it speaks to the resilience in ourselves Mm -hmm. and then also the resilience as a collective. So the resilience as a community and the resilience as a world. And I think it 
was kind of important. I feel like there's a lot of value that I've taken out of the last few years um, and made shifts for myself in the way that I view certain things, just because it was a huge reminder of the fact that we live globally. And and I do tend to look at the world globally. Um, we're, we're the human race, right? So for myself, I'm here in Oregon and, but the way my mind works is that there's another woman in Iran and she has her children and she's trying to protect them and she's living her life. So I rarely forget that there are, you know, how many millions or billions of human beings living on this planet. And so Mm -hmm. I, I personally enjoy the way that my mind works in that faucet of thinking globally Um, so I believe that we witnessed what was going on in other countries over the last few years. And I think that it was important for all of us to pray for one another globally. And I think that was beautiful. I think it was beautiful that each human found themselves being concerned with not only themselves, but everybody on this planet. And so, so for me, Mm -hmm. that was something beautiful about what we all just survived over the last few years. But um, I'd like to um, find out also like what resilience looks like for you in your life. I really love the word resilience. It's definitely probably been my mantra for a very long time. Um, Because I think resilience really speaks to how to be vulnerable and how to survive the feelings of vulnerability in a positive way. And there's a lot of things that happen to us in our personal lives at any stage of a journey, you know, and then there's things that happen to us collectively and all the layers of that start to build and build and build in the psyche and start to make us feel less powerful. We start Mm -hmm. to feel more constrained, more limits. We start conditioning things. I mean, all of those layers start to come in to try to protect ourselves. And so For me, resilience is really about still maintaining an open heart and honoring that vulnerability is a part of being human, is a part of being on this planet. And it's actually a really beautiful way that we do connect with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also a really hard way to experience like the hardships in life that come up and create suffering, you know? Um, And so it's not like vulnerability is the greatest thing, but we have to acknowledge that there's more than one side of it. There's the part of us that's able to really connect because we are willing to be vulnerable and then have really meaningful relationships or meaningful moments of, you know, extracting wisdom from an experience rather than just being like, ah, that just happened to me. And that's all I know. So I'm shutting down, you know, I mean, there is so much more to resilience about staying open and honoring that there is still a place to be vulnerable, to get the beautiful parts of being vulnerable from yourself and from others. So that's what mm-hmm. resilience is for me. That's so beautiful. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Dr. Pat, how do you feel about weighing in? Want to give us your, your it's take? Real, it's really simple you? for me. It's very simple. I mean, it's not the kind of word that has roots like the other two. It's a word that came out of science and it came out of science from elasticity but elasticity is really hard to say. And so like to use that, like in our pop culture and stuff, can you imagine that resilience? But basically what it means, and I love this because it means to rebound or spring back. 
Mm-hmm. Um, when they used it in science, they said the elastic, elasticity, elasticity, or the power of returning uh, shape after compression. That's what it was used for. Not until like before the 19th century. That's the way it was used. Was that kind of thing. But everybody understands it when we say that. When we talk about rebounding or springing back, it assumes that we've done something that requires rebounding, <laughs> right? Without You're- using words like failure, but like, you know what? Here it is. I'm going to short and sweet. We have an iconic figure in our pop culture. You just have to say the name. And everybody knows it's Rocky. You just have to say the character <laughs> Rocky. You don't even have to say anymore. That's it. That's right. True. And you agree. Yeah. True. To, I, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I, the tiger came on yesterday morning while I was getting <laughs> ready to go. And I was like, yes, <laughs> It made me feel very powerful. Like it brought forth this, this essence of power within myself while I was trying to put on makeup because that's not my forte. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, look, I play a sport and because of that, that concept comes up a lot, but we don't walk around and say to each other, man, you're the most resilient player I've ever met. But we get it, don't we? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think yeah. it's important to remember too, um, when we witness our loved ones suffering and we are able to observe that they are struggling with their resilience, I think it's important to remember like that we are designed to live in community. And so when we witness someone that is trying to get through a blockage kind of time in their life that we can support the resilience, that we can reach out and we can offer support and we can take them out to lunch or just call and check in and see how they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think that we will find ourselves having more resilience the more that we support each other in community. Um, I'm fortunate and have some beautiful friends that offer that support to me (laughs) amongst others. And, um, but it's, it's, it's helped me to be as resilient as I am. And so I think it's important to remember to, to offer that to one another. And guess what? I think we have to go to break again. All right. So it's, it's amazing how fast 15 minutes can go when you're having so much fun. I have a feeling we're going to do this resiliently. Yes, we're going to do <laughs> resiliently. Good. I think, I think we're going to do it powerfully. Yes. But in an unlimited way. Thank you for tuning in. Um, That being said, we do have to take a break. So stay with us and we'll be back. Do you question what an authentic life really looks like? Tune in to The Alley Effect with Allison Blythe, authentically living life your way. Every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com, where Allison Blythe brings you tools, resources, and actionable steps toward your very best life. Take responsibility for your own happiness. For more about Allison, visit Allison, A-L-L-Y-S-O-N, Blythe, B-L-Y-T-H-E.com. 
It is time to get inspired to take action in your life. Tune in to Know You're Crazy. 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 With me, Susan Denae, we are identifying, understanding, and treating our crazy one episode at a time. We all have crazy in our lives. The thing that sets us apart is how we deal with it. And I've got you covered. Enjoy your journey. You are worth it. Visit SusanDenae.com. That's D-E-N-E-E.com. back everybody you're listening to pure intuitive talk with me trish smith your host and i am fortunate today i get to be joined by julie heitman and dr pat and we have been discussing what pure means to each one of us we've also been discussing how i use it in my practice and how i use it in my own life and we have covered power. We have covered unlimited. We have covered resilience. And now we are going to cover essence. Um, so clearly my essence is a little goofy. I've got, I've got a goofy essence. Um, uh, but I think essence is so important because for me, what essence is and how I use it in my practice with my clients is recognizing our energetic signature. Mm-hmm. Um, so being a medium and channeling my ancestors and channeling divine wisdom, that's how I find them. Um, I find them by seeking and tuning into their energetic signature. And so for me, that's what essence is. My essence meets your essence and my essence decides whether or not that feels good or if there's danger lurking, right? So I believe it's our essence that goes through this world guiding us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for myself, having my clients be able to recognize that we are showing up in the world as a spirit, not just the outside, our face, and taking responsibility for that and having, you know, like when you yeah. go out in the world, it's like, oh, they look nice. But once you get a little closer and you get to know them, you really get to know the essence of the person that you're interacting with. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's just kind of a fun, a fun word for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I really love the idea of you using essence because it's also what you take away mm-hmm. from spending time with Trish is you're really spending time creating an opportunity for yourself to feel your own essence, as well as to take the essence of whatever you've learned with you, right? Are you and gonna then make work me all, with that. Are you going to make me get sappy and cry now? Your <laughs> essence coming out. I'm sorry. You better be careful. It's not so unlimited, you know? <laughs> Maybe they are. Tears are kind of unlimited for most yes, of us. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think that essence is definitely like our intuition in a lot of ways. And, um, we can feel it at any point in time intuitively with whether somebody is masking themselves, whether they're being completely Mm -hmm. honest and, and, you know, we can choose to acknowledge it and let it go, or we can choose to abide by it in some way where we go, okay, you know, that's not quite for me today. Or yeah, yeah. That's not how I want to interact with that person or, you know, whatever that essence is for them. But it's also how we find others that we really enjoy interacting mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
How about you, Dr. Pat? How do you feel about essence? It, it, I, I love the word because I love, again, it has many roots. I mean, the original root of the word is S-E-S, which is to be. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you didn't have to go any further and you could stop there, right then, that those two letters represent the trinity of many religions. Um, they represent, you know, states of consciousness, right? Without adding the essence on it. Uh, the word essence also is used for fragrant oils, but, you know, early yeah. on, you, you know, and again, whether it's Latin saying essentia or it's the French or just essay to, to be, I don't think we've deviated from that. And I certainly don't think that in hundreds of years, unlike the other words we just talked about, that there is multiple controversial pop culture meaning, because this is one of the purest of words, I think, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, think about a word that has two letters, just S. Um, but I think this has come to mean different things now to us. You know, I think when we talk about our essence, um, we're still trying to get to understand what that means, right? Don't you think that it's one of those words that when you talk about it, and, and you start to talk about conceptually, like to be, you know, right. Ram Dass's book, Be Here Now. Wow. It was all about that. And yeah. yes, Ram Dass did come out with the concept before Eckhart Tolle. But the bottom line is this. What does it mean to you? What does that mean when you talk about your essence? What does it mean to you today? And what does it mean to what to you, to what you want to become? You see? Mm-hmm. That's what's so cool about it to me. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you both for sharing. Thank you both for being here. Um, Happy to be here. Might have a little too much fun. I get goofy when I'm having a good time. <laughs> it's fine. It's one of her best features. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's so many serious things in life. Um, and so I guess I like to have fun with um, and be serious, you know, obviously, you know we're all human. So we have all those sides, but, um, just being here with you guys is so enjoyable that even if I'm trying to be serious, I end up just being a little goofy because I'm having too much fun with you guys. And I appreciate both of you so much. Um, I really do feel so honored and so privileged to just, I mean, you guys are the most incredible women and I'm grateful to have both of you in my life. And I'm grateful that we get to take the time to bring these messages to people. Um, I'm hoping to inspire people to start doing that inner work and sit down and get juicy with ourselves. Um, If you are looking for someone to work with, you can find me at trishsmithguide.com. I'm a holistic life coach, so I can work with you um, via Zoom or in person in my office. I have a practice in Oregon but obviously not everybody is local. Um, but thank you for everybody for being here. Uh, is there any last things that you would like to say? I all honestly would like you to talk a little bit about your books that you've written because they've been really inspirational and beautiful for me to read. And um, do you mind sharing a little bit about your books and sure. how they can find you? Sure. Yeah. Um, so for quite a few years, I have been considering writing a memoir for um, honoring a lot of losses that I had had in my life, some of them still living and some of them not, unfortunately. So I decided to write a book on death and transformation. 
in order to really honor the walk and the journey, right? I mean, the walk within that journey and how that walk changes within the journey of witnessing someone else move towards the threshold, as I call it, and passing over or it being super sudden and not getting to plan and what all those different nuances are that feel um, deep inside us about how change transforms our being. You know, it's like where we discover more of ourselves. It's where we discover more of the world around us because something is pushing us to do so. And the more we choose not to, the more resistance and suffering we feel. And and there's definitely a lot of Buddhist theory in that as well as some other uh, theological history. But, you know, I believe that for me, um, change is about resilience and it is about maintaining an open heart and it is about finding a way to stay lighthearted and fun, no matter how serious life gets and wanting to still share that with others, you know, not letting it break you down. And when it does break you down, knowing that you have created some form of emotional support or safety net within yourselves and with others, um, that helps remind you who you are. And I think that's a really important thing. And so I think that for any of us to have power and to really identify that power within us, there are a lot of skills that we have to learn, that we have to even remotely Mm -hmm. consider learning. And so that brings me to my second book, which is uh, a collection of essays about empowered living and um, alchemy and how you can find alchemy within the way that you look at your life and the choices that you make every day. And so the first book, which is the memoir, is called Why Birds Sing at Dawn. And it's a journey through multiple stories and conclusions over the last decade of my life. Uh, And then the second is called The Weighted Feather. And that one is the essays uh, that are more for personal contemplation Uh, And I have been told by quite a few people that the essays are pretty heavy (laughs) in the sense of, um, you know, take it slow. There's a lot of a lot of pearls of wisdom within these shorter essays to just kind of chew on, you know, to just take Mm -hmm. one concept at a time, you know, one part of a concept, because that's that's who we are. You know, we are many, many things. We are many, many parts. And discovering those parts is is really what life is all about. So thank Amen. you for having <laughs> Thank you for being here. Yeah. And thank you, Dr. Pat, for being here. And yeah. thank you for all of the work that you do. I don't know thank if you. people even know that half of what you do as a human being, but you are incredible. Thank you. And um, yeah. I'm just grateful to have you in my life and appreciate this opportunity. Um, tune in next month, you guys. I'll be here the second Wednesday of every month at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. Again, you can find me at trishsmithguide.com. Let's see if I can say that twice. (laughs) I'm I'm still getting used to it. (laughs) Nothing like a good tongue twister. Right. Yeah, try to say elasticity live on air. Yeah, (laughs) elasticity. Thank you so much. And thank you so much, both of you, for bringing the power of this message to the world. Because I know I would not be alive today if I didn't have to learn this on my own healing journey. And it really is the essence of what healing is about, isn't it? Amen. Thank you both. 
Thank you for listening to Pure Intuitive Talk with me, Trish Smith, your Pure Intuitive Guide. Come back and join us for encouragement to take responsibility and to connect to your whole being. Remember that every moment is the right moment to choose peace, acceptance, and forgiveness. We all have the courage to look deep within, get real with ourselves, and make upgrades to our ways of interacting with the world. It's been my privilege to share this hour with you. For more information about me, go to pureintuitiveguide.com. That's pureintuitiveguide.com. Thanks again, and we will see you here next time on Transformation Talk Radio.